0: welcome to filmic with me lee bricknell broadcasting to you from the magnificence that is radio nowhere i'm here once again to present to you weird and wonderful music from the world of movie soundtracks i open with an ending as it were the track was climatic end from a 1995 animated film called arabian night with a super score by american composer robert folk there is a plethora of of new film scores at the moment, which I'm going to share with you together with a composer highlight, a couple of tributes, and we take a look at the BBC's list of the 21st century's 100 greatest films. But first... You first heard Oba from the soundtrack to The Legend of Tarzan, music by Rupert Gregson Williams, brother of composer Harry, plus the superb voice of Zoe Miao Chien. I have looked it up, so I hope I have pronounced that correctly. I'm sure it wouldn't surprise you to know that Zoe was in the original South African cast of The Lion King playing Sarabi. That was followed by a track called Investigation, from the noir video game Blues and Bullets, composed by Damien Sanchez. Unusual sound for a video game, but then I love unusual. For music you won't hear anywhere else, it's eclectic, it's eccentric, it's radio nowhere. So, here's something just a little different. On UK TV recently, there was a fascinating documentary called Saddam Goes to Hollywood. It showed the fraught production of a 1983 film called Clash of Loyalties. The film was financed by Saddam Hussein. It told the story of the formation of Iraq out of Mesopotamia in the aftermath of the First World War. It was filmed during the Iraq-Iran war and took nine months to shoot due to obvious production problems such as some of the non-acting film crew were called away the next day to fight for their country, for example. Another fact was that its lead actor was Oliver Reed, who, as we know, liked to party. The film was never released outside of Iraq, meaning many of the cast and crew have never seen it. It apparently has a very vibrant score by Ron Goodwin and I have managed to track down the theme. It's on a CD compilation on the Chandos label called Goodwin, Film Music of Ron Goodwin and I'm glad it's been preserved as it is indeed rousing. Take a listen to Clash of Loyalties, the Almas Ala la Alcubra suite played by the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra.
1: I saw you, I felt like I knew you, and I couldn't stop seeing my life with you. To be loved by you <laughs> allowed me to feel again. <gasps> what can I do? What should I do? Coincidence that she showed up. She's a lovely baby, but you can't keep her. She needs us. We're not doing anything wrong. I know that you're going to be a wonderful father. For my dad, with love forever (laughs) and ever and ever and ever.
0: What's your name? Lucy. Lucy. Lovely to meet you. Hi. My sister had a terrible tragedy. Her husband and their baby daughter were lost at sea. You would have been your girl's age by now.
1: I have to tell people it's her mother.
0: I'm her mother. Someone knows that my girl is alive. You'll be safe. I'll protect you, I promise.
1: I saw what we've done to her. It's too late. One day, this will all feel like a dream. With love forever and ever.
0: was the trailer to A Light Between Oceans, starring Michael Fassbinder and Alicia Vikander. It's the dramatic story of a lighthouse keeper and his wife living off the coast of Western Australia, who raise a baby they rescued from an adrift rowboat. The soundtrack is absolutely exquisite, heartbreaking, and one of the best scores of this year. And it's by Alexandra Desplat. The music is all about the sea and the solitude of the lighthouse, as you will hear in this cue called At First Sight. Beautiful. And following that is this mood changer. The eerie sounds of the Aldridge Mansion from the soundtrack of the new Ghostbusters movie, scored by Theodore Shapiro, who I am growing terribly fond of. You're listening to Filmic with Lee Bricknell on Radio Nowhere. Late last month, I had the opportunity to interview American composer Nicholas Brittell, whose recent scores have been wildly diverse, from Additional Music to 12 Years a Slave on to Whiplash and then the big short. Nicholas has recently composed the soundtrack to Natalie Portman's directorial debut, A Tale of Love and Darkness, taken from the memoir by Amos Oz. The film is set in the early years of the State of Israel and details the young man's relationship with his mother, also played by Portman. I'm going to play the opening music, which gives not only the feeling of sorrow, but of something lost. The strings almost sound rusty. It's quite haunting and certainly grabs the attention. I was intrigued with the sound of what I could only describe as rusty strings and why the music suddenly stops. This is what Nicholas had to say. I really wanted the instruments to have a unique texture in the film. We recorded and mixed them in such a way that we emphasised the sound of the bowing itself. The sudden stop of the music was an idea that we discussed early on. We wanted there to be a musical counterpoint to the sudden revelation of the execution in the Sosensky Forest. The sound of this score is fascinating, as you can hear in this next cue, The Monk's Tale, which uses altered sitars. Nicholas explained the use of these instruments, saying, From the beginning, Natalie and I discussed the many potential musical influences of the characters within the film, We talked about the Eastern European origins of Amos's family, the Middle Eastern world into which they entered, and also the Western European classical music which their family cherished. Ultimately, I tried to craft a musical landscape which was not directly related to any of these traditions. My hope was to create a musical language which felt inspired by, not beholden to any of these influences. This is a very measured score, which somehow quietly paints what was a brutal time in history. If you would like to read my full interview with Nicholas, please visit www.filmictracks.com. And the soundtrack is released by Milan Music. We'll be visiting another Brittell score a little later in the show, but for now we'll close with another short cue from a tale of love and darkness called Post-War Jerusalem. What is life without the Star Trek movies I ask you that was hitting the saucer a little hard from the latest Trek movie Star Trek Beyond and that cue more or less sums up the movie for me I loved it and I'm not quite sure what all the critics were expecting as they were quite negative in their reviews it was great fun so get over yourselves critics the music was by the ubiquitous Michael Giacchino, and the soundtrack is on the Varèse Saraband label like something from the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. Well, it wasn't. It's from Viva, the story of a male hairdresser living in Cuba who also performs in a drag club. The score is by Stephen Renix, and I played the track called Fugue. Sad day. Actor Gene Wilder died aged 83 on the 29th of August with his unique comic timing, frizzy hair, and wide eyes, he was destined for comic glory. After stage work, his film debut in 1967 was, believe it or not, in Bonnie and Clyde. His film career was fully clinched with his memorable blue blanket hysteria in the producers, and for his role as Willy Wonka, he brought enormous charm and eccentricity to the role. But in 1974, we got this. It's
1: coming from the deep, dark recesses of the mind of Mel Brooks. I love him. Young Frankenstein. Ah, You hear me? Give my creation love! This guy means business. Ah! Young Frankenstein. Oh dear, nothing left. What shall we throw in now? Starring Gene Wilder as Dr. Frankenstein. That's Frankenstein. But what about your grandfather's work, sir? My grandfather's work was doo-doo! Peter Boyle as the monster. Marty Feldman as Igor. My grandfather used to work for your grandfather. I'm sure we'll get along splendidly. Oh, sorry. Uh, (laughs) Floris Leachman as Frau Blücher. You played that music in the middle of the night? Yes! To get us into the laboratory? Yes! And it was you who left my grandfather's book out for me to find? Yes! So that I would? Yes! Then you and Victor were? Say it. He was... My boyfriend! Kerry <laughs> Gar as Inga. Would you like to have a roll in the hay? Roll, roll, roll in the hay. Kenneth Mars as the inspector. And Madeline Kahn as Elizabeth. Where am I? <sighs> Mm. Calm down. What are you going to do to me? Mm. I'm not afraid of you. Mm. Listen, I I have to be back by 11.30. I'm expecting a very important call. Kill the monster! Stormy castle! Seymour Brooks, Young Frankenstein. Yes, I think we could all use a good laugh. But don't see it alone. Don't miss Young Frankenstein, personally directed by Mel Blazing Saddles Brooks in black and white. No (laughs) offence.
0: Wilder collaborated with director Mel Brooks on the screenplay and together they were just hilarious. Here is the theme from Young Frankenstein composed by John Morris. cha Now would you associate that music with Stanley Kubrick? No me neither but in fact it was the Shelley Winters cha-cha and you heard Shelley at the very end of the track and it was from the 1962 film Lolita which starred James Mason and was directed by Kubrick. The score was by Nelson Riddle. Onto Revelation, which is an online video game where you can explore a world of ancient mystery using the power of flight. I urge you to check out its gameplay video, which is jaw-dropping, and the score is by Neil Acri. It's easily one of the best video game scores you'll ever hear. Akri's Revelation is a wonderful exploration of Chinese techniques and colours, This true declaration was written by fellow International Film Music Critics Association member Pete Simmons, who gives a glowing report on his blog at www.synchrotones.com. And thanks, Pete, for letting me quote you, which I'm just about to do again. Of the Chosen, which is the main theme, he writes... Neil Ackery's Revelation is, well, exactly that, a revelation. It's a fantastic score, well-written, with attractive counterpoint, superbly orchestrated and performed splendidly by the Northwest Sinfonia, and featured soloists. These star soloists add a sense of genuineness to the music. The writing is great, but it's the authentic details in the performance that really elevates this score above anything else. I do have to say that the main theme really carries this score. It is gorgeous, a true master stroke, and it turns every cue it touches into gold. Without it, it would still have been a beautiful score, but I believe here that the main theme really elevates it to a whole new level. Let's take a listen to The Chosen. He's very right, isn't he? Oh, yes. The soundtrack is on the Varise Saraband label. The BBC here in the UK have just published the 21st Century's 100 Greatest Films, of which I've seen 60. You can view the list on the BBC's website and it's well worth a visit. It was compiled by 62 film critics from around the world. The top five films were Boyhood, Spirited Away, There Will Be Blood, In The Mood For Love, and here's a track from the score of the number one film. from the soundtrack of the 2001 film Mulholland Drive written and directed by David Lynch and I'm going to have to revisit this film as I remember I just did not like it but who am I? The score was by Lynch's composer of choice Angelo Badalamenti
1: Casual listener Maynard here from Sydney, Australia filmic on Radio Nowhere Mm Hmm fill my ears with your soundtrack
0: And just because I can, and the fact that I love lists, I'm going to play a jolly ditty from the score to the film which hit the sixth slot of the 100 greatest 21st century films, The Endearing Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. The score was by John Bryan, and the cue is called (laughs) Drive-In. Earlier I talked about the diversity of composer Nicholas Brittel's previous scores and I think you can agree that the cue you just heard was as far away from his score to A Tale of Love and Darkness as you can get. You heard Piney Wood Swamp from Matthew McConaughey's new film Free State of Jones and mean and moody it was. really like that one. We are visiting the world of animation next with tracks from two new films. Firstly, a couple of fun tracks from The Frantic Score to Ice Age Collision, composed by John Debney. Firstly, the very short main title, and that's followed by The Shangri-Lama. This next animation is very different. This is from a beautiful and almost ambient score which you could just put on and let it play right through, which is why it perfectly fits this film. It has no dialogue. And the film is called The Red Turtle and it follows the major life stages of a castaway on a deserted tropical island populated by turtles, crabs and birds. It's composed by Lorraine Perez Del Mar, and here is Love in the Sky. lovely. Before my end track, I have to own up to a couple of huge mistakes in last month's show. I have no idea what planet I was on. Firstly, when talking about the movie Race, which is about Jesse Owens, I said Jesse James. (coughs) Then, if that wasn't bad enough, I said Olivia de Havilland was Scarlet in Gone with the Wind. (coughs) Forgive me.
1: Stay in touch with Filmic on Filmic Radio at Twitter.com and at Facebook.com slash Filmic Radio. And you can also email Lee at Lee, that's L E Y, at Radionowhere.org.
0: Our second tribute is to the legendary Toots Tielemans. Toots was known for his guitar playing, composing, and whistling skills but he was best known for his superb harmonica playing, and he was legendary because he made the harmonica a legitimate voice in jazz. He died on the 22nd of August, aged 94. Toots recorded on several soundtracks, including The Pornbroker and Cinderella Liberty, but I'm picking the obvious track, and for obvious reasons. It's from the late, great John Barry's 1969 score to Midnight Cowboy. I've been to many concerts where this track has been played and absolutely no one has nailed it like toots. Take care.
1: Filmic was written and produced by Lee Bricknell for Radio Nowhere. Copyright 2016. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams.